says good morning. Thank you so much for joining me today. And boy, do I have a training for you. I'm sure you've heard of Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. Yes? I'm sure you did. I'm sure you heard about it in high school and other places. How do I know you heard about it in high school? I was a high school health teacher, and I taught it for many years. Recently, in fact, back in November, it is now the end of April, back in November, I had a mentor of mine, his name's Kirk Duncan, take Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs to a whole new level. Oh, my goodness. And back then, I understood it at an intellectual level, but, oh, I have now lived it. It has moved from my head to my heart, and so now I feel like I can share it with you. So thank you so much for joining me today. First of all, you're going to need to grab a pen and some paper because you're going to need to draw some things. Now, if you're driving, that's okay. If you're driving, just kind of picture it in your mind, and then first chance you get, get a pen and paper and draw it out. It will have a huge impact on you. So first of all, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. As you remember, it's a big triangle, right? A big triangle. And on the bottom of that triangle, the foundation, you will find basic needs, okay? Food, water, shelter, clothing, right? Those types of things, okay? Then the next rung up, you're going to have safety. You're going to have structure, okay? Um, write these things out. So I guess I should pause just a titch in between so that you can write them out. So bottom of the structure, food, water, shelter. Second rung on that pyramid is safety and structure, rules, Okay, then the next step, you're going to have belonging, belonging, um, community, uh, families, okay, and so that's the third step. Then after that, you're going to have success, accomplishments, um, things that you've done, okay, and then on the very top, and I'll say these all again, okay? Then on the very top, you're going to have teach. I know. Teach. Isn't that amazing? Teach and service, where you take what you've learned and you go and you help other people with it. Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs used to be taught without that teach part on the, on the top of it. But Maslow later on went and added that part because he realized how important that was. So I'm going to say the levels again in case you missed them. Food, water, and shelter. Basic needs, that's the foundation upon which the pyramid is built. Second level, safety and structure. Rules, guidance, okay? The third rung up is belonging, community, family, togetherness. And then the, the fourth rung up is success and accomplishments, things that you have done, glad, gratitude, all right? And then the, the very top part of that pyramid is your ability to go teach and serve. Self-actualization is what that part is, is called. But it's where you know that it's now moved from your head to your heart. How do you know it's moved? You're living it. Okay? 
That's why I said at the beginning of this training, I said I learned it at a whole new level in November. Now in April, I'm teaching it to you because I've lived it. That means it's moved from my brain intellectually into my heart and into my life. So welcome to a whole new way of viewing Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Now you may be saying, Jeannie, I know, I know, I've heard this all before. Beautiful. Let me take the part that Kirk Duncan turned up for me and made even more visible. So many people come to me because I'm a mentor and a teacher and I help people. They come to me and they say, Jeannie, I want more success in my business. I want more success in my relationships. I want more success, right, wherever it is, more, which is perfectly normal. Please do not think for a moment that wanting more is bad. I know that some people out there say it's bad. Now there's a bad way of going about acquiring more, but the fact that we want to grow and develop and increase ourselves is inherent to human beings. It's inherent to all of nature, to all of creation. Think about an apple for a moment. When you hold an apple in your hand, you hold an infinite number of apples because inside that apple is a core and inside that core is seeds. And inside each one of those seeds lives the ability to reproduce the apple tree over and over and over again. If fruits and vegetables didn't have that ability, we would have ran out of them a very, very long time ago. So if you look around you, all of nature is about increase. All of nature is about abundance. All of nature is about giving back, doing the best you possibly can with what you have, growing the most ears of corn on a stalk, growing the most seeds of wheat on a wheat stalk, growing the most apples on a tree. You never hear an apple tree say, well, I don't know. Maybe I should only grow one apple because that's all I'm worthy of. No, 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 no. The apple tree just grows absolutely as many apples as it possibly can. Now, if there's not enough water or fertilizer or something like that, it may definitely be stunted and not be able to produce very much. Right? Apples may not taste very good. <gasps> Wait a minute, Jeannie. Didn't you say we needed food and water as well? Yep, absolutely. You need food and water as well. So if you go back to that basic foundation, foundation is what? The foundation is everything is where everything else is built and goes up from there. So people come to me and say, Jeannie, I need, I, I want to achieve more. And I applaud them. Woo! We celebrate. Congratulations. And then I say, perfect. Where are you having struggles with? Well, I'm having struggles with finances. Perfect. How do you feel about your relationships? Jeannie, I'm not here to talk about my relationships. I just want to make more money. Perfect. But what's right underneath? Success and accomplishments, that's right, belonging, family, community, relationships. But you see, so many people are trying to reach success when their relationships and their belonging has been torn away. We had to think about that for a moment. Torn away. If your foundation is torn away, there's nothing to stand on. There's nothing to push off to get to the next level. 
And so that's where we start. Right underneath success and accomplishments is belonging. Families, what are your relationships like with your spouse, with your kids, with your peers at work, with your community, with your neighbors across the street? What are they like? What is your relationship like with the banker and the postman and and the checker at the at the either the restaurant or the checker at the grocery store? What are they like? Are you friendly? Are you abundant? Do you smile? Do you wish people good luck? If so, you wouldn't be coming to me to ask how to be more successful. You may need, need a little bit of tweaking. You may need, hey, I want to go to the next level. Absolutely. But it starts with relationships. Then if, I, if they say, well, you know, my relationships are okay, then we need to go one more. What's your safety like? What's your structure like? Do you get up at a certain time every day? Do you exercise? Do you take care of yourself? Are you making sure that you follow the rules and that you have safety? I know, I just heard you. Some of you went, Jeannie, rules were meant to be broken. Well, guess what? Some of them are there for your safety. And you need to follow them. Because safety is the foundation upon which belonging sits, upon which success and accomplishment sit. Now, if people are having some issues with structure, we go down one more to that very basic foundation. And I say, okay, are you feeding yourself every day? Are you getting two or three meals in every day? Are you drinking enough water? You should be drinking 100 ounces, one ounce for every pound you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking 100 ounces of water a day. If you weigh 200 pounds, you should be drinking 200 ounces of water every day. Do you have shelter? Do you have clothing? Are you taking care of yourself? Brushing your teeth, brushing your hair. Okay? Now, as you build all of those foundations, they're like stepping stones upon which you can step to get to the next level. So I want you to take a moment when you have one and write down where you believe you are on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. If you want to be more successful, you've got to have every single one of those foundations underneath you building you up to your success. Now let's say that you have you have a pretty good level of success. And guess what? Yep, next step is you got it. Teach. Teach somebody. Teach your kids. Teach your spouse. Teach your neighbor across the street. If you belong to a religious organization, teach there. At your work, teach your peers. And then guess what? You get to go to a whole nother level. You get to see you can stack Maslow's hierarchy of needs on itself as many times as you need. I used to think that wanting more was wrong. But as I started studying and I started reading and I started looking around me, I realized that abundance is everywhere. You see, I was just starting on the very, very basic rung of Maslow's hierarchy. There was a time when I was very, very poor. I was on state assistance. I was a single mother of my daughter, Erin. Fabulous little girl, now an incredible young woman. But there was a time when I was potty training her. And if she went all day without having an accident in her pants, I would buy her a treat at the local convenience store. 
The problem was that this specific day, I didn't even have 10 cents to buy her a treat. That's where I have come from. That's the very first level upon which you start to build. The other day, I had the pleasure of being downtown and attending a conference that, again, taught me even more information, took me to another level. But as I was leaving that, that conference, you see, we have quite a bit of homelessness in Salt Lake. But I was looking at one of the parks where we have quite a few homeless people, and they had structure, they had food, and they had water. You see, you don't... You don't solve the homeless problem by throwing money at it. You solve the homeless problem by going back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs and teaching someone how to fish instead of giving them a fish and let them work their way up Maslow's hierarchy of needs and then teach others how they did it. Then guess what? They'll go to another rung. I remember back in those times when I was on state assistance and the house in which I lived in was a home. It provided me food, water, and shelter, but it was not in a very safe part of town. It was a very, very tiny little apartment, and we got robbed three times while I lived there. Now I live in an incredible home. I have a guest room for my friends when they come. I had, I had room for my son and daughter to move back in after their medical emergencies in which it was life-threatening. But I had a space where they could come and stay with me. I have an incredible view of the valley. And as I stand there and I look out over the Utah Valley, I think about how blessed I am, how incredibly fortunate I am that I have learned what I have learned and I have applied it to my life and I have slowly climbed up those steps in Maslow's hierarchy of needs so that I could then teach so I could move to the next Maslow's hierarchy of needs and the next. And you see, what I'm working on right now is getting an even better quality of food. I've got food, I've got water, I've got shelter. But now it's time to clean up my diet and get my diet even better. That's what it's all about. And then provide more structure. Go through your house. Maybe you've got, maybe you're already two or three Maslow's hierarchy of needs triangles up there. And you look around, you look, I got, a, I got a nice house. I like my house. Maybe it's time to clean out the junk drawer, right? Everybody has one of those, don't we? Clean it out. Organize it. Make sure your space by the bed. I said your space, not your spouse's space, not your kid's space. Your kids get to have their space the way they want it to be as well. You forcing your spouse or your children to clean up their space all the time is not working, is it? It's time for you to clean up your space even more. You see, I look at my kingdom, also known as my home, but when I call it my kingdom, it means even that much more to me. That's another step up on the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And when I look at my kingdom, how can I organize it? How can I make it better? What can I do to make it even more orderly? Because I am a being of order. And when I take chaos and turn it into order, I can go to the next level. That's right. So look around you. What can you organize? 
as I'm sitting here looking at my office, I have tons of pictures all over the walls and motivational things, things on my vision board, classes that I've attended, pictures of my family, sticky notes with Bible verses on them, the things that I want to do. They inspire me. But you know what? I can frame some of them. I can take them just even a little bit better. There's a little bit of clutter on my desk that I haven't organized and cleaned up yet. It's time to organize. Time to go to that next level of structure, order, and safety so that I can belong more. You see, when things aren't fixed or they're disorderly, they're in a state of chaos, it takes energy. It slowly siphons our energy off. And you cannot climb the ladder to success carrying any extra weight at all. So I invite you to create order around you everywhere you go. Now, if you look at your house and it's just overwhelming, start with your car because that's a small area. Maybe start with the trunk of your car and then move to the interior of your car and then start with your bedroom and then your office or your kitchen or whatever you choose to do next. Develop more order. Then you belong more. You see, when I first came a teacher, I didn't understand gangs. I just, I didn't understand gangs until I started talking to my students and I started understanding and teaching Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I realized that gangs, even though they're negative and bad, provide Maslow's hierarchy of needs at a very basic, twisted level. But they do. They provide those things for students, for children, for teens who are not getting them. So if you're worried about where your teen is headed, if you're worried about what's going on with those around you, go back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Start with food, water, and shelter. Make sure people are getting it in their environment. Then go to structure and safety. Now, if you're just implementing rules for the first time, have one, two, maybe three rules that you implement and you hold solid on no matter what happens. One of the rules of my house, my home, my environment, wherever I go, is high levels of respect. I respect myself and I respect you. And we convey that respect by using our manners. Thank you. Please. I appreciate it. Ah, you're amazing. The way we talk to one another, the way we act around one another, all conveys high levels of respect. The second rule that I have is manage your communication device. You've got a few of them. One is on your face, and the other you typically hold in your hand and play games on. So if we need it to be quiet when we have meal times, we have a minimum of one meal together every day as a family. It's a rule. Even when my kids moved out, they would come back as frequently as they could for that meal time. They found it valuable. We would help one another and talk to one another. Hey, you know what? I'm struggling in this area, but I'm doing incredible in this area. We would support, tell stories, enjoy one another's time. We wouldn't disrespect one another by offending or hurting. There's no such thing as failure, only feedback. We would give constructive feedback and help one another and uplift one another. I love the meal of the day. And when my kids moved out, I desperately missed it. 
But guess what? They've come back. But I look forward to the day when they're healthy and strong and they're able to move back out again. The other part that we have is learn. Be present in this moment, fully present with all of your mind and all of your heart and all of your body. You see, too often people just show up with their body, but then they're so preoccupied by their past or their future, they're not in the present. So be present right now in this moment. Be present. If you're with your family at the dinner table, shut off your phone. Get rid of it. Don't let it even be near you to distract you. Shut off the TV. Don't have it in your space. You're spending time with the most valuable people in the world. Belong in that moment in time. Enjoy one another's company. Spend time telling stories, looking at one another and smiling. It's very, very important. Those three rules go with me everywhere I am. And when I catch myself not being present in the moment, I remind myself I am present in the moment right now. And by being present in this moment, it allows me to make the best possible decision in the next. Thank you so much for joining me. I know you've got a lot out of this. Good things it's recorded. You can go back to and listen to it again and again and again. Guess what? I listen to my own podcast. Because you see, I take all this information and I organize it and I disseminate it out. And it's pretty cool information. I get it from sources that I'm reading, that I'm listening to, from my mentors, from my coaches, and from my clients as well. And I put it together, I package it, and I put it out there for you, for myself, and for others. So I want to thank you for joining me today. I want to invite you to get in touch with me so that I can help you with your next step or whatever it is you need. Jeannie at JeannieSiscoMeth.com Com. You can also go to bullyproofingyou.com. There's a sign-up letter and a contact form there as well. Again, thank you for joining me yet again. Have an absolutely incredible day. Talk to you soon. Bye for now. <laughs>